Hello and welcome to Idgitcast. You are listening to Season 9, Cluster A, Episode 901. I think I'm going to like it around here. And 902, Devil May Care. You heard one of our experts, Bianca. Hello. And we're also joined by our other expert, Annie. Hello. And one of our newbies, Yvette. Hey, y'all. As well as myself, another newbie in Duluth, Minnesota. My lovely wife, Darcy, is upstairs uh, dealing with our daughter. Uh, will be uh, joining us in progress at some point, but uh, not quite available just yet. So, yeah, or maybe we'll just patch her in ever so subtly. Yes, she'll just suddenly drift in and, and start speaking. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're yeah we're covering uh, the beginning of season nine. We oh, made wait, can it y'all believe far? we made it? Yes, it's crazy. It's <laughs> crazy. I mean, it's 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 entirely possible that that the season the series could go on and on and on, but I have a feeling we're beyond halfway at this point. Just to yeah, it has to end soon. It can't keep going beyond like what. 20? I mean, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it goes to 20, then we aren't to halfway yet. Ooh, Lord. I'm going to I'm gonna just have to say that that is not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> For our own sanity's sake, at least. Yeah. What season are they currently on? Uh, They're going to start season 14. 14. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Okay. <laughs> so... Five more than where we're at now. Okay. Yes. All right. And the, but that that season hasn't started yet. No, right. it hasn't. When does it start? It should be starting like real soon, right? Soon, yeah. Um, I can look that up actually. It's uh, it's actually fairly appropriate that we're starting the season right now because this is when seasons start. Yeah. Although by the time I'm actually releasing it, it'll. Uh, October 11th. October 11th. Oh, wow. All right, well, that's a while yet. October 11th. It might match up. <laughs> yeah, that would be funny. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to start off with uh, with 9-1. Um, I think I'm going to like it here, which is, which one, Yvette? Sorry, I was muted and oh. I didn't realize it. <laughs> um, okay, this is the one where Sam gets possessed by an angel. Indeed it is. Is. Um, I think that my um, I, I kind of had a dual high point. My my first initial like knee jerk high point was just the guest stars. Uh, always love to see Julian Richings as Death. Uh, Jim Beaver is you know the, he, he makes an appearance okay. And uh, and Tama Pennicut is definitely uh, was definitely a big surprise for me. Yay! Who was that? Uh, Tamil Pennicut. He's uh, he was Ezekiel. Or he was Ezekiel's oh, vessel. okay. Ezekiel's vessel in the first one. Uh, he was on uh, 
Uh, was he on BSG before? I know he was on Dollhouse. That's Dollhouse. I, th- I, know I Dollhouse. think he was on BSG. Yeah, I know. I know him from Dollhouse personally, but I believe he was on BSG before that. Yeah. So I mean, I liked. I liked um, Castiel's little angel friend, whoever played her. I thought she did a good job. Oh, yeah. Frenemy, I guess. Not really friend. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And did you... Um, were you spoiled by the credits in any way? Yeah, I was totally No, by the I wasn't. Oh, so you were. Okay. Yeah, I saw Julian Richings, Tamil Pennicut, and Jim Beaver all... In the credits before seeing any of them on <laughs> Damn. I wasn't even thinking about it until, like, until um, Death came up, and I was like, oh, snap. Maybe we should have then covered the credits. Um, but hopefully it wasn't any less compelling. No, I don't think it was. I mean, you know, I think I figured out where Death was once it uh, got to the cabin there, but. Uh... I also, um, I also got to say, I, I, I enjoy the uh, the fact that Ezekiel is is is, uh, is a double occupancy on Sam. Yeah. But that he has I, to hide. I, that he, I mean, he's not there all the time. I love Jared's um, portrayal of you know when when Ezekiel's driving because like he just nails Tamo Pennicut's speech patterns and inflections, and it's it's really cool. Wow. Okay, I, that's interesting because I thought it was. I felt like it was awkward in the in the first episode. The second episode, I was like, "Oh, he's really starting. Uh, he's, he's becoming a character." But the first the first episode, I, I was not as impressed. Yeah, I well, might be jumping the gun a little bit there. First episode is a lot. Um, it's so much story. Like so yeah. much happened. It's it's a lot, and you get this feeling of like, oh, maybe if you hadn't frittered away a bunch of episodes last season. <laughs> We maybe we would have been a little further down this road, and you wouldn't have had to squeeze so much in in like the first half hour of the episode. But um, you know, season premiere is a big bang. So the idea that like anybody can be possessed at any point and not know it and not show it is pretty creepy. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, possessed by a demon, possessed by an angel. Yeah, uh, like, any, like, rando thing can just, like, hop up in your body and use it whenever they want. Yeah. It's crazy. As far as Sam's concerned, as, as Dean pretty much expressed, uh, you know, Sam's, Sam's against it either way. <laughs> right. Demon, angel, whatever. Angels do have to have permission to possess you. That's what was with the whole, like trick where uh and the dean fake out yeah yeah sam thought he was talking to dean but it was really ezekiel he had to get him to say yes yeah well i mean you can still get tricked into doing it oh yeah so it's not really consent if somebody has to trick you (laughs) right (laughs) oh my lord (laughs) dean what are you doing i don't think uh yeah i don't think uh informed consent is the No. Um, what about your high points, Yvette? So my high point was I really liked the whole Castiel storyline. Um, I didn't expect it. Like, like I said, I thought that the little, the girl actress, I don't know who she is, but I thought she did a really good job. And then when she turned like bad, I really enjoyed that as well. But that whole storyline was my high point. 
I, I agree with the, uh, the the guest actors just kind of uh, especially, I mean, obviously I love seeing Jim Beaver anytime, but uh, Tam O'Pennicott, I just, I guess I kind of have a thing for him. <laughs> um, I just really <laughs> love seeing him, you know, anywhere he pops up. And of course, Julian Richings is always awesome to see. Um, and I also really like the whole cast is all human and helpless. Yeah, um, I liked uh, the death appearance. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of like his whole reasoning for actually showing up in person. Well, you know, showing up. I don't know if he's is a person or yeah. we won't we won't get into that. But like actually showing up instead of sending someone else to do the to do the reaping. Um, I like that's a definite quote. So I don't want to say it, but. That's just a really cool concept because you do realize, like, yeah, it's 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 quite quite a bit of time that we've spent with these brothers, and in universe, it's also still a really long time that you know all of these entities and people um, they're all affected by the Winchesters as well. Like, they're very much a presence in the supernatural world. So uh, that's just cool. They get a little bit of a nod and a little bit of attention from him. Um, and I also liked, um, well, maybe I'm jumping ahead to episode two, but I liked um, Kevin having some autonomy a little bit. Um, Kevin having some, having some moments. Yeah, the Kevin stuff is my high point of the next episode. Okay, so then I am confused. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I know he's in the first episode. Like, the silence is scaring me. I didn't spoil it. We watched two, right? Yeah, we watched two, so so you didn't spoil it. Okay, I just, I'm I'm a little too fast, I guess. Yeah, I'm not sure if Kevin was in the first episode. I I can't remember. Dean almost got shot by him with the crossbow in the beginning of the second episode. Oh, you're right, because the whole first episode is the hospital. But that's okay. okay. That's okay. We did watch both of them. <laughs> yeah. Luckily. Um, low points? Sure. Uh, my, I mean, mine was mainly that uh, it was like, you know, eagerly seeing Tamil Pennicott and then realizing, oh, wait a second, now he's going to be in Sam, so we're not going to see him anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I um I actually have some big low points for this episode. Um, when I had first started watching Supernatural, it was like my background slash decompression activity while I was in grad school, mm-hmm. um, and I just like mainlined the episodes. You know, it's all on Netflix; it's just there for the taking. And I got to this episode and. You know, it's the same Winchester bullshit of, like, I'm dying, or and I don't know if I'm going to make it. And, like, oh, my brother's dying, and I don't know if he's going to make it, and we all have to stay alive. And rah, rah, rah. Um, you know, we're experts at seeing this kind of dialogue at this point. Um, and it really made me, like, infuriated, actually. The dean is like, oh, well... I don't care that you're ready to move on. I am going to keep you around because 
like your wish isn't good enough for me like that paralleled some stuff from my own family of like family members who were ill and being like you know I'm ready to go and other people being like no you're not and I'm going to do everything to make sure you stick around because this is actually about me and not your wishes so that super pissed me off and I was like wow I can't watch this I'm, and I paused it halfway through the episode, I think. And I was like, I'm taking a break from this. Hell no. And a bunch of time went by, um, maybe like three months or something. Like, it was a substantial amount of time. Oh, wow. Considering that I had been, like, mainlining it beforehand. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to finish episode one of season nine and it'll be okay and then of course the second half of episode one is like well i'll just possess you to keep you around since like you know you i won't let you die so i'll just like forcibly possess you without your knowledge or consent and then this is going to be a secret i was like for beep's sake like what and so I waited I waited probably another two or three months before I watched episode two of season nine because I was just I was I was so mad and like there's you know hints of mental health stuff in there when Sam is kind of like oh like it's enough for me and Dean's like that's not good enough I don't care that you don't feel good like like I want you to live because I decided and it's like he's not he's not sympathetic at all or like maybe sympathetic's not the right word he's just like not willing to be understanding in any way Although, um I, I do have to say that most of the argumentative dean i mean dean was trying to save him in the real world but most of the argumentative dean was sam's sam's impression of dean exactly sam it's all it is all in sam's head um which makes it even more complex <laughs> like Sam thinks this, and then part of Sam thinks that, but it's the part of Sam that's thinking that, just thinking that Dean would say that anyway, and he doesn't actually believe it. So um, I just, I was pissed. I was mad. I was mad at season nine for quite some time before I ended up going back to it, because I was like, I don't know if I can keep watching this show. This makes me so aggravated. Dean as a character just really made me lose it. But um, I went back. <laughs> and now I'm caught up through season 12, you know, still got to catch up on season 13. But um, this was like, this is like my series personal low point, I think, um, because I almost just stopped watching altogether. I think that makes a lot of sense. I mean, Dean was really messed up for what he did in this. Uh-huh. Uh, and I, I don't know if that's going to be like a whole season arc of Dean just like not like, I mean, I know that we've gotten this, like, throughout the years with these two. Like, Dean is always really selfish um, about his relationship with Sam. But, yeah, I mean, when you, like, yeah, I mean, he's letting someone use Sam's body just to keep him around. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's, like, really messed up. Like, if you, like, break it down, it's, like, you should not ever, like, let somebody you know, violate someone else for your own, like, selfish need to be with them. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, yeah, and that was, like, uh, that was part of my low point, too, as I was like, this is a really messed up storyline, like, in general, like, the whole thing is real messy. Yeah. 
That was actually my lo- low point, too. And I just wrote, consent, this is wrong, wrong, wrong. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, it's, it's, it's violation, and it's awful. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's the one-two punch, because it's like, not only are you not letting Sam sort of have make his own decision, like, you're also making it for him in a way that's terribly violating. <laughs> like, it's, it's both. It's both things. Well, yeah, I mean, because basically, I mean, Dean, Dean says straight out, knowing, he knows absolutely well that Sam absolutely would not allow himself to be possessed by an angel or a devil or a demon or anything. And he says it out loud, pretty much, that if he ever finds out that he's going to eject him before and then, and, then, and then die. And it's pretty much yeah. stated straight out. He's not, he's not, he's not uh, denying something to himself or anything. He's saying it flat out. Sam won't accept this, so he, he has to not know. Yeah. yeah, it really makes me wonder what's going to happen going forward with this. Right, I picked it back up because I was like, "Well, well, now I gotta know." Shit. <laughs> it keeps going and going and going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I hear Darcy. Hi, Darcy. Hi. Hey. Welcome. Thanks. Would you like to quickly, uh, <sighs> like, run by? I know your high point is this qu- a quick one, anyway. Well, my high point was I was I was just really happy to see Death again. Which is a weird statement if you take it out of context. <laughs> I know, totally, totally. My my good friend Death, how are you? You know. So uh, and then my my low point was um, it was really the 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 acting of Frank and Sam because <laughs> and then all I kind of thought was oh geez I have to put up with this all season but I, not know. entirely. Yeah, and I had to say, you know, I mean, I, I pointed it out while we were watching the second one. It, he got, he got better. Well, it wasn't. Uh, we're not there yet, are we're, we? We're taking. Well, we know we're not, oh, okay. but we're taking it in small doses as it is apparently. Yeah. And, and the dose was better the second episode. There, there was some acting coaching going on there between, for sure. Perhaps. Because, geez, that was bad. You know. Wait, yeah. did we all do our low points already? Then. We uh, not Darcy. No, no, I just did it. Uh, yeah, she just oh, did. that's your low point? Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I couldn't, Paul, I couldn't remember if she said yours or not, because yeah, I was my, yapping my main, for so long. Yeah, my main one was just that, you know, Tamil Pennicut was there. I was like, oh, he's ex- I'm excited, Tamil Pennicut's there. Oh, wait a second. No, the character <laughs> he's playing, is, you know, now he's just a vessel that's empty again. Oh, okay, never mind. Got excited. And, uh, very good. Uh, yeah. Uh, do we, do, we're, we're open for quotes, apparently. Uh, yeah. I don't think I wrote down any for either of these episodes. There's some some longer things. I usually take take the quippy ones, and I didn't find anything too quippy in either one. Yeah, it's it's a pretty serious tone. <laughs> yeah, I have one. Yeah, <laughs> uh, go for it. Uh, it's when the the grief counselor comes to talk to him, and she basically tells him there's not really any hope unless you have. You're telling me you have a direct line to those angels you were talking about, and Dean says. I guess I don't, but I might have something better. I have the king of hell in my trunk. <laughs> yeah, and I forgot to say, shout out to that character. My oldest friend is a hospice chaplain. Um, so that is her daily her daily grind at work is like uh, dealing uh, that's gonna be so hard. Yeah, and actually, um, since we're all people who listen to podcasts, 
she was actually on an episode of um, Anonymous Conversations with Beautiful People, I think is what it's called. Where it's like uh, Chris Gethard has an open line and people can call in and have like an hour chat with him. And she she called the line and made it in. So uh, the name of her episode is Hipster Hospice Chaplain. (laughs) 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 If you would like... (laughs) To, to listen to it and sort of like hear about uh, what it's like to be a hospice chaplain and what it's like to be a person whose whose daily work is um, dealing with people who are who are grieving and sort of like how religious does it get how religious does it not get and, um, what it's like and I loved listening to it because like you know with your closest friends you don't know what the hell they do like you know what yeah. it is you don't really know what it is so it was informative for me too, even though I've known her for a thousand years. So, um, shout out to that character. There you go. I meant to say that. <laughs> it's not like really a high point, but it was it was fun because I forgot that 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 person was there. That's the Um, where is the quote that I'm looking for? Oh, no wonder I can't find it because I'm looking at the wrong episode. Oh, dude, that'd be pretty <laughs> <your> problem. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> was was that person in this episode? No, they totally were not. Um, what I this is just what I mentioned before. Uh, when Death goes to see Sam, Death says, "Well, I must admit, when I heard it was you, I had to come myself." We do have feedback. I'll go ahead and hit that here before we get to who wins and who loses. Uh, This is the feedback for... Oh, yay! Hi, Simone. Yay! (laughs) Yay, Simone! You can always count on her. We've got got feedback for the first step, but not the second, so uh, we'll we'll, we'll go ahead and hit that all right now, I guess. Go for it. Feedback for... I think I'm going to like it here. Okay, who fell for the Sammy survived and everything is fine cold open? Because y'all should know by now, nothing is ever as it seems, not on Supernatural. Yeah, I, I thought it was weird, the tone and the, the, and the sort of... The angles were canted weird. angles, and there was not, not a lot of detail of where they were driving, and there was no yeah. exterior... I don't think there was an exterior shot of them driving. No. Maybe there was, It was know. weird, you're right. You called it right out, Paul. Of course he's dying, and he wants to die. Sammy is done with this life, and honestly, has been for a long time. We get to see Bobby and death again. Woohoo! The superpowered dicks falling from heaven is being run as a meteor shower on the news. <laughs> I, was thinking, is, I was thinking to myself, it's a good thing that that TV show wasn't called uh, Touched by a Superpowered Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Actually occurred to me at the time. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. <laughs> yes, it is. I'm sure I have been touched by one of those. <laughs> Why, thank you. <laughs> you know, I never realized that blushing had a sound, but <laughs> I just heard it. <laughs> oh, that happened. Okay, move on. Dean, as always, is uncomfortable with losing Sammy, so he goes to the hospital to pray to any angel that's listening, which ends, well, 
It's Angel versus Angel, fight to the death. That guy is never going back to his family. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it, it occurred to me, before we before we realized that Angel Radio was turned on, it occurred to me, you know, okay, Dean's praying, there's only one guy up there and Booger's not answering the phone. <laughs> <laughs> so he like, he's got the whole place to himself. Yeah, he does. Even that, even that, even that uh, caretaker of the garden that was up there when when they went up there. Yeah, you know, I have always kind of dreamed of like having my own little cottage in, out back of the house. You know. Uh, how about your own cottage that is all of the uh, heavenly uh, realm? I know. Seriously, though. That's quite a cottage. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I can pick up if you want. <laughs> okay. For the second half, because <laughs> uh, I did pull it up. Uh, Simone continues. It's another Whedonverse actor, Tamo Pennicut. I've met him. He's lovely. Ezekiel to the rescue, though not without a deal, because these angels aren't as selfless as they should be. Yeah, I guess we kind of didn't talk about the whole hardcore angelness yeah, at the beginning. Pretty, pretty <laughs> uh, Ezekiel will save Sammy through possession and heal himself in the process. Win-win, right? Yeah, probably not. LOL. We don't see Crowley, but apparently he's locked in the trunk of Baby, which is the car. Mm-hmm. I stopped enjoying Castiel long ago. This mistake or trick that he says Metatron played on him is old. Just another effing consequence of his shitty actions post one song. I wish Hale had killed him, and maybe one of the other thousands of pissed off fallen angels will. But who knows? I won't be holding my breath. Cass really deserves to be wingless, powerless, and fighting for his life as a regular poor human being. Ouch. Chug a luck, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and this is a classic line. Um, Simone ends with a quote. You and me, come whatever. Well, hell, if this ain't whatever, but you gotta let me in, man. You gotta let me help. There ain't no me if there ain't no you. <laughs> That's Dean to Sam. Uh, hey, who wins and who loses? Uh, I'll go first. Go. I say Dean won, uh, but not through doing anything real nice. Oh, he's a very naughty boy. Uh, but Sam's definitely not winning. No, there's no winning there. Yeah, no, he got possessed without his consent. He definitely lost, so Dean won. I guess he got what he wanted. His brother's still around. Mm-hmm. Big baby. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah <laughs> selfish. He bet. <laughs> True. Oh, All right, so are we deans across the board? Uh, I was, I was a dean. Yeah. Same, same thing. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, I guess we can rate. Yeah. Let's rate. Yeah, you know we're we're back again, and uh, yet another season. It's. What, how many more do we have after this? Well, it depends on how many so more they far, make. So, so far, so far, <laughs> so far, if they can, if they complete this whole season that they're about to start, yeah, that's uh, five more after this, or five more oh, including this. God, and it just okay. Well, yay. <laughs> we talked about this a little bit before you got on. That uh... let's just change my rating. No, just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a longer curve than you thought. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, it was it was okay. I I understand we're just like trying to get everything set up, so a lot of stuff happened. Um, some things didn't happen, but that's okay. 
So I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10 compound fractures. Right. Ouch. Uh, I, I thought, you know, I thought it was, it felt a little too disjointed. I know that it, you know, should feel somewhat disjointed. disjointed. Yeah, uh, the, okay. <laughs> a nice follow-up on the compound fracture, Sorry. right? Okay. Um, I, I like the guest, guest cast. I like the idea of the uh, Ezekiel uh, possibly uh, healing Sam from within and, uh, and working on himself. So, uh, and, I, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I, like I said, I like the fact that, you know, he's not going to have to be there uh you know, Jared's not gonna. Ha- Jared's not gonna have to act as Ezekiel the entire season long, oh. on the surface level. Thank God. You know, he's just gonna come out, come out I- at times, perhaps. Oh, maybe he might end up doing a whole episode, or you know, like, okay, well, this I'm doing something that Sam can't be. You know, so in order to heal Sam this episode, I have to be here the whole time. Or, mm. you know, we'll see. Maybe it doesn't even go all season long. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a four yeah, episode maybe, arc. Maybe we're almost done with this. Who knows? I have a feeling it's a whole season thing. Um, so yeah, I like that as idea. So I'm going to give it a seven and a half out of ten. Angels who will need to pee pretty soon. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> finally chugged down that water, but. I don't know. I mean, he hasn't really had any. Protein. I know. He hasn't built up any proteins in there. Keep so. the protein and the you know fluids going. Otherwise, you clog up the plumbing. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, he's he's put various things in over the years. Well, yeah. I don't know how that all came out. Maybe it's only coming out now. I don't know. It's funky. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that's my seven and a half out of ten. Okay. <laughs> uh, I can't decide. Actually, I, yeah, I can't decide. Somebody else should go before me. How about Annie? Okay. Um, I thought... It was a um, really solid season opener. There's, uh, it's, it's setting up a lot of stuff, um, and a lot happened. Like I was, you know, never bored. There was always, there was a really good pacing to it, um, and it's, uh, uh, you're, it's setting up this background of, um, you know, these these terrified, angry, fallen angels that are just everywhere. Um, which I think is really epic in scope and really exciting. So I'm going to give it 8 out of 10 new paradigms. Mm. All right. All right, I'll go next. I thought it was fine. Um, Disturbing to think about. Uh, If you think about it too much, it means all of us here could be possessed by an angel or a demon. Who knows? Uh, No telling. And, but it was, um, I'm interested in seeing where the season goes. So I'll give it a seven out of 10 trips to the laundromat. Ah, you thief. (laughs) (laughs) Don't put that wool suit in there. That's never going to be right again. Don't do it. And if you're going to put it in there, then you have to balance the load. What are you doing? (laughs) <laughs> I actually had that thought when he, when he put the tie in there. I was like, ooh, that should not be going in there. And then it just keeps going. When yeah. I worked at the cleaners, people would, like, bring in their stuff that they had, like, put in the wash. And then they would want to try to, like, blame it on us. So and when they would bring it in, we'd be like, oh, there is nothing we can do for you. You just take this right back. So. <laughs> 
Uh, I am going to dock four whole points for this episode. Really, really, really upsetting me the first time that I ever watched it. Oh, yeah, you missed, uh, you missed her tale of she watched half the episode, mm-hmm. then put it on hold for three months. Oh! <laughs> watched the second half of the episode, and the issues that had affected her during the first half uh, were back even more with the whole consent oh, thing. Oh, no! Yeah, I, um, I was just, I was really upset with the whole, like, I love my family so member so much that I'm not going to let them die, even though they would like to go. Um, that was so upsetting. And so I stopped watching and then I went back to it a little later. And then we've got possession without consent, which also really made me mad. Um, however, I'm going to give it just more points for intrigue of being a season opener. That's got a lot going on. Um, you're interested in where this is going. You've got casts, who's human now and there's going to be like some cast hijinks you have these other angels out in the world um you have well we don't know that yet but that will come up soon um (laughs) and in the next number yeah nothing extreme but um there's there's lots of setups of intrigue so i'll give that another point and then i'll give it another 0.5 for Nike Castiel in the laundromat. So I will say 7.5 out of 10 laundromat quarters. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Th- that gives this episode a 7.2. That's a pretty solid opener. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I guess that means we roll into 9.2, um, Devil May Care, which is which one? Um, this is the one where Abaddon does some stuff, and Kevin finds out his mom might be alive. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, so, there's got to be things that uh, impress people, or, or at least are the high points of the episode. Well, I didn't have a lot of high points. The best, I thought the coolest part was the angel effect. I liked that. Yeah, when, uh, when the angel emerged yeah, in Sam? Yeah, I thought that was... But that was I wrote that down too. Like Sam with the wings was pretty good. A cool. Yeah, yeah. I liked that. that was yeah. a good job with that. <laughs> and, and I liked that the wings looked like they were pretty much worse for wear. Yeah, they did. Yeah, looking like great grand wings. I love that part too. Like those moments are so iconic. Like in the earlier seasons, when you see the angel really like flex like that, it's so cool. And then to see Sam. Be the one doing it is like a really weird remix. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm curious, and you don't have to answer because well, actually, you shouldn't answer because you're the expert. But I'm, I'm you know I was under the impression that these angels would be coming down to earth and be somewhat powerless, and that was a lot of power. I, I yeah. you know I was I was surprised that the angel blades worked like in full effect. Yeah. Like actually the you know the light coming out the eyes and killing them and everything, and then I was surprised that that this angel had that much power and I was curious to learn perhaps and we don't know yet but I, I am curious to find out eventually is this is this Ezekiel more more angel than he's saying he is is he a, like is he arc or something Could be. I don't know oh you mean since he was able to light up like that yeah it seemed like With more than I was clipped? expecting yeah, out of any of these sure. angels that are coming down to earth I thought 
I, you know, I mean, obviously, Castiel's without his grace, so he's the most human out of all of them, but I expected them all to be a little closer to what Castiel is, and I was surprised that they weren't. So, I think it's it's kind of weird. I mean, so Ezekiel in the Bible is used to be a human, I think. Um, he was a prophet? I feel like I should definitely yeah, know this. Um, so, I yeah, I thought that was weird, too. Like, if this is the same Ezekiel, like, why... Well, at first I was like, well, maybe he has his powers because he's inside of Sam. Like, maybe that's working out to enhance his angel powers or something. Yeah, like as a generator. Yeah. And then I was like, maybe I should look more into the biblical Ezekiel. But then I didn't know if they were going to call on that at all. And I was like, I don't want to spoil myself. But yeah, I had the same thoughts, Paul, where I was like, why does he have so much power if, like, Castiel's just like a person. Well, if we recall during the during the battles of heaven that Castiel was leading, the souls were the were the batteries for his uh, his arsenal. So Sam is sitting down there with the soul. He's in the body with the with the with Sam having a soul. So maybe he is like more than charging a, off of that. But, the, but yeah, so like Ezekiel is a dying iPhone and Sam is one of those like juice pack cases. Yeah. <laughs> that box. <laughs> that's like simultaneously a vessel and a battery. <laughs> but, but no, but, but everybody, all these, all the rest of these angels are also, you know, in vessels, right? So, I mean, they all have a soul. They're riding alongside a soul as well, aren't they? Technically. I don't know. I'm, I'm unclear yeah. on how, how the normal. Oh, damn, you're right. Unless that person's dead. Like, the carcass. I think Darcy, the fantasy term is a meat suit. (laughs) (laughs) I like the term carcass. (laughs) Well, did you guys notice that the the title card for this season is a like pair of burning wings? I was really impressed by it. Yeah, it looked nice. Yeah, yeah, it did look good. Oh, I actually haven't had my high point yet. Really, I've been, oh. I've been, I've been, I've been enthusiastically endorsing others. But uh, uh, I liked that uh, that Crowley did not predictably just like convince Kevin to, to you know, I was like, okay, so he's going to convince Kevin to smack him around until something gets messed up on the Devil's Trap, or he's going to you know convince him that his mom's alive and to walk out the door with him, or you know any of the cliche things that that you know he's going to trick him in some way. And the fact that the episode ends with Crowley still in custody was impressive to me. I don't know, Paul. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure he's there. Are you sure he's still in custody? Yeah. 100%? Yeah. Oh, wait. So, Darcy, you think that um, he's, like, pretending and Kevin did let him free and there's something going on? I think there's something going on there. Ooh, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my high point that I kind of spoiled 20 minutes ago was um, just Kevin being featured and Kevin thinking and having a little bit of independence and, you know, kind of looking out for himself. Getting Um, mad. Exactly. He was such like a weird little scraplet of a character (laughs) last season who was like, important but we're gonna ignore him for five episodes and then there's gonna be one line about oh p.s kevin like (laughs) you know he he really came more to the forefront here which is encouraging 
and also just great for his character that he's doing stuff. I hope we haven't seen the last of Kevin. I hope he pops back up again. I keep worrying that they're going to write him off the show because I really like him. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's nice to have other characters besides just the Winchesters. Yeah. Yeah. And we, it gets exhausting. We're being introduced to new people though. Yeah. Um, in this episode, yeah, we meet two people and then end up losing one. But, um, yeah, Tracy and Irv. Yeah. Tracy could come back. Yeah. You know, Garth's still... Because Abaddon came back. Yeah, again. Again. I'm so grateful that Abaddon's back. I like her. (laughs) She's a good villain. (laughs) Yeah, she's fun. So what the heck is Garth doing that he can't be the he can't be the supervisor? I don't know. Yeah. Is he dead? Do y'all think he's dead? No. I no, I doubt dead. he's dead. He's but, but yeah, he was taking that he was taking that point. He was he was like on point for all of the hunters out there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, the supervisor guy. He was doing the, the Bobby thing. Maybe he got caught by the feds. Mm. Yep. He's like you. You ain't no you ain't no Texas Ranger. <laughs> 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 But nice hacking skills, Kevin. Yeah, there you go, I guess. That worked out for him. I know, that was real quick, too. Uh, we have more high points? Or have we hit everybody? I think we've hit all mine. Yeah. So was Abaddon nobody's high point? Uh, yeah, I had her on there, but I, 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 yeah. my, my uh, ultimate high point was the, the Crowley uh, subplot. I'm kind of over her. Really? Yeah, it's kind of like... But she just keeps, like you said, she keeps coming back. It's like that song, the cat came back. And you get to the last verse, you're like, oh, for God's sake, you have to do more. <laughs> well, they had to, I mean, they, they did, the, 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 the demon that resurrected her did have to, you know, find her charred <clears throat> vessel and drip blood on it and whatnot. Yeah, well, I mean, it's interesting her what her approach is, though. Being like, well, let's let's start possessing, like, people of power instead of just making deals. Sounds like, like sounds like a dick move to me. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, low points. Um, I, you know, I tempered my low point a little bit because I was I, after after reviewing it further. Uh, my low point is generally that it's all set up and that nothing of consequence happens. I, I originally had a low point that nothing happened, and really, I, I don't feel that's quite fair with uh, Abaddon returning. And with the uh, the reveal of uh, Ezekiel's uh, that Ezekiel's got some juice going for him, well, yeah. Um, I thought that you know even though it all and you know it's it's only it's only episode two, so you can't expect that a whole lot of like really big game changes are going to happen. But so so like I said, I tempered that a little bit. It, originally, I was like, uh, nothing happened. You know, it was it was a lot of stuff going on. It's all set up and nothing happened. I I, I take that back to some extent. It, but 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 yeah, nothing major. Happen. Yeah, I mean, my point was that I found it kind of unmemorable and boring, mm-hmm. I which I think if more had happened, yeah, I wouldn't have been quite so bored. Yeah, and I was I was mad that they didn't like say what the heck went on with Kevin and Crowley. You know, that the fact that they hid that from us. What do you mean hid that from us? Well, there the, we don't know how that ended, do we now? Yeah, we do. No, we don't. He, Kevin said, you know, I, you know, I, he, I, and then when he looked at him, he looked like a teenager lying through their effing teeth. I'm just saying. I don't know about that. Believe me, I know all about people lying through their effing teeth. 
Crowley's still there, <laughs> and Kevin's still there. Nobody left with anybody. You're all still there. So. Okay. Okay. We're gonna see who's right. We I can't wait. Yeah, I know, right? My low point is um, the paintball sequence that wasn't actually paintball. Just like <laughs> that whole showdown in the abandoned village or abandoned Cancer like town. western yeah, set. Isn't that, yeah. Isn't that where they went in the Muppet movie? <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's animal? say yes. Come on. If they had, there would have been a big hole in the top of one of those buildings. Yeah. Okay. It was like very boilerplate like ghost town slash western soundstage <laughs> and um i was like this would be more fun if it was a game of paintball happening like uh, whatever um because you know it's, it's it's minions it's not like they were up against someone mm-hmm. real and we didn't really know the characters they were going to save you know, it would be one thing where it was like, oh no, Abaddon kidnapped Cass, who's human and defenseless, and so we have to go get him. It was like, Tracy and Irv! And you're like, oh no. Let's make them up so we have somebody to kidnap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Tracy and Irv, oh dear. <laughs> I like I seeing on Supernatural Wiki the detail that this, was, this episode was shot before the first episode. Oh, interesting. And that there was there were um, issues with the scheduling for Kevin and Crowley, mm-hmm. which was obvious in the in the <laughs> yeah he's in the trunk. We're not actually gonna sh- actually going to show him in the first episode, but you know he's in there. He's in the trunk. You just have to. Yeah. Yep. Um. What else? But I kind of assume that if that was the case, then well I don't know. Maybe they both had some some temporary commitments or something. They, they had to get him. They had to get him on to do the first, the, the second episode, and then didn't have them for the first episode. But does that mean that they're not going to have them for a while and they have to table that? You're going to have to table that for a while. You're not going to get your answer for a while because they weren't available for a while. I don't know. More low points? We've covered mine. Yeah, I think we've covered it. Nothing really stuck out at me in particular. Just it was slower and less interesting than the last one. Yeah. Yeah, I do have a fun fact that. Um, will ground this episode in life. Um, Ooh, of okay. When the, well, just in terms of, like, time-wise, when this was airing, um, at the beginning of the episode, when Dean gets to the bunker, Kevin tries to fire an arrow at him, and Dean calls him Katniss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, that's kind of a point in time where you're like, oh, okay, like, th- we're not in... 2008 anymore you know <laughs> like yeah, the, the cronut reference did it for me too yeah 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 it's it's <laughs> nice to realize that we're kind of catching up yeah uh so we want a quote go for it oh yeah sorry if that was a quote no no i don't have any I, nope. I don't. okay I um feel like there was something i should have quoted but I, when i look through the list of things on supernatural wiki i, I see oh there's that stupid moment when they get to the ghost town and Dean's like, this whole place is poison, and he covers his crotch. And, yeah, and Sam, Sam says, that's not going to help. <laughs> like, He's like, thank good you, hurt. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, this is so stupid. I mean, they didn't say it was, I mean, not, not, not that covering it is going to help from that either, but they didn't say it was irradiated. They just said it was poisonous. Yeah. I mean, better to yeah. pull your T-shirt up over your nose or something. Yeah. <laughs> 
but it's it's that's a, a little a little part of Dean's character that is unfortunately there. Yeah. <laughs> do we have quotes um yeah i'll go with uh because i'm kevin freaking solo <laughs> that was i good. did really like that part i forgot i liked it when kevin uh managed to pull a body but his own way yeah with no warning <laughs> no practice yeah I guess I, you know, I, I probably should have written it down, but the, just, just the, uh, just the whole, uh, you know, Sam waking up, and hopefully this isn't going to be a big recurring theme, but Sam waking up and be like, "What happened?" And Dean was like, "You know, I'm awesome." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also appreciated um, Dean and Abaddon having a moment. You know, he's so full of bravado, like just male testosterone bullshit all the time mm-hmm. and she's talking to him about how like I could fucking possess you if I wanted <laughs> like you're the perfect vessel and I I could be all up in there and you're kind of like ooh you know like it's still bad possession but I, I feel like Dean gets a little hint of what he's just done to his brother because like he doesn't want Abaddon in there, but he's just done that to Sam without Sam even knowing. So I thought it was a nice um, little piece of psychological comeuppance. Yeah, cool. Well, we don't have any feedback for this episode. I don't blame y'all. It's fine. This was a boring <laughs> one. It was real dull. Words. I think someone used all our words for the day uh, on the first one. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> We we love your feedback, Simone. Yes, wonderful. Yeah, and this this show is so, you know, it is pretty uneven. Maybe one week there's a ton that happens that's worth talking about, and another week there isn't. It's true. Yeah, maybe she didn't have time to write it up, but it it was uh, meh. I've got to say, I've got to, I do have to say that if if the entire season arc is, you know, um, Abaddon trying to take a power play over Crowley. It can't be that. Yeah. No, yeah I mean, my patience. It's 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 kind of like on it's it's kind of like on, I mean sorry uh, to bring up uh, it's kind of like on Buffy, you know the big bad never really shows up until you know until they're a, a fair distance into the season to really figure out who's episodes. really no not that long not that close depends there's that one we'll leave that out. <laughs> anyway mm. so yeah I'd like to I I I. I I'd like there to be more happening in the season than just that. I mean, it, I mean, it's it's the Ezekiel thing and Abaddon trying to to, to wrest power from Crowley, uh, and the, I suppose uh, the whole uh, Metatron. You know, yeah, that's still out there spinning. Locked gate thing. Yeah, like you <laughs> like you said, when people are calling heaven, but Booger's not picking up the phone. <laughs> 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 so funny. <sighs> Uh, we're at home. That's it. We're, we we should find out who wins and who loses if if everybody's unquoting. Uh, I'm gonna say I guess Dean won oh. because Sam didn't figure out that he's being conned yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was gonna say Sam won because he had the most backup. 
Yeah, he's 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 an unknowing. Might not know it. He doesn't know he's a badass superhero, but he's a badass superhero. Yeah. Sure, it's he got his powers in a horrible, horrible way, but a lot of superheroes got. Tragic hero flaw, you know. Irradiated by gamma rays, you know, or or whatever, you know. There's there's a lot of ways that. Now, how many tragic flaws do each of these boys have at this point? Oh, come on. Yeah, their their agent names are Stark and Banner in this episode. Yeah, I caught that. That was funny. Ouch! I didn't catch. Sorry, Princess just bit me. Oh, she loves you. I love you. She wants me to be quiet. Is what it is. Shut up! Uh, so, yeah, did we reach a consensus? I had a Sam, you had a Sam. I said Sam, just for not being the liar in the room. Uh, I say neither. All right. That means Sam wins. It does. Oh. A, a solid winner for the first. For the, for the, We've got no, a we had, Dean yeah, and a Sam for the uh, season. Dean was the first one. Yeah, Dean was the first one. Sam was the second one. Both, both were Both were solid winners. Yep. Tied. Tied. So it's all zero. Right? All right. All right, let's rate this thing. Okay. Uh, yeah, I uh, I'll go first. Okay, go I thought it was, um, like, real boring. So I'm going to give it a 5 out of 10. Demons for a 1,000, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there wasn't a whole lot going on. Um, they, they got some stuff. That, I don't know. They tried to make some stuff happen, but they didn't really pay any. I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10 glowy eyes. Yeah, I, I was I was also uh, like I said I, I with my low point I was uh, I had second thoughts so I also had second thoughts on my rating my rating was going to be a five I went ahead and advanced that to a six because like I said second thoughts I thought okay Abaddon's back that's a point Ezekiel's got power that's a point so we're, I'm not not actual like extra points to the rating but I'm giving it a six a six of ten hand shielded gonads. <laughs> <laughs> I give it a 6 out of 10 games of paintball Annie um, I, I enjoyed it um, it was you know, slower and less interesting than the last one but uh, but I, li- I like the you know, continue, continuing to build uh, from where they started in the last episode so I'm going to be a little more generous and give it uh, 7 out of 10 broken wings all right, that gives us one a six, and I think that's fair. Yeah. Okay. So what is? Yeah. What, what, what's, what's put up next next time? Yeah. What are you doing? Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know if we've actually announced announced it out loud to to the pod listening uh, community, but uh, we are we are going all 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 two episode clusters except for you know wherever the odd one falls. Uh, I believe that was the plan, right? Yeah, 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 because yeah, they're sight on the the stick out. Yeah, yeah I mean, one person who loves the new Venturi's remarks. Yeah, I don't know who you are. Let us know if you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is there is that one weird backdoor pilot episode though um, <laughs> that, 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 <laughs> that we could easily leave out. 
So, like an MST3K style trashing of that one. A, yeah. A, oh, maybe that's the one we should watch together. Actually, that sounds sort of fun. <laughs> like, that's our new Venturi is the most awful one of the season. <laughs> right. So, we can at least keep each other company through it. And then, why don't we just not do a regular episode on it? We could just do the new Venturi and <laughs> do the new Venturi, rate at the end, and call it good. Yep. Call it a day. Let's do that. Yeah. You'll just have to tell us when it is. It's apparently probably not this next cluster. What is the next cluster? Stay tuned, folks. Uh, The next cluster is 903, I'm No Angel, and 904, Slumber Party. Ooh. Ooh, They're going to be braiding each other's hair and giving each other face masks. Cute. Do I look like David Boreanaz to you? (laughs) (laughs) What? I'm No Angel. Oh, oh god. my god. <laughs> <laughs> that was dumb. Why do I keep you? Uh, uh, I have some good points in there somewhere. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you you referenced it earlier. Oh, oh damn. Oh. I just spoiled myself on something that's happening. Oh, All right. Back. Back. What are you looking up? No. <laughs> I was just getting the names of the episodes so that I could enter them into the spreadsheet. Uh, and then I saw who was coming up. And I was like, ah, huh? That's okay. okay. I'm going to watch them right now, so I won't be very spoiled okay, for so long. Not a big, long spoiler. Um, yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, well, I guess that's uh, that's pretty much it then for the we night. episode. Good for us. We've, 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 done an, we've done another episode, and I've, and I've released a couple in a row now, too. Uh, hey. hopefully, by the time you're Go us. Hopefully, by the time you're listening to this, it's been a bunch in a row. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm actually really disappointed that no one took the bait to do the math on Dean driving to Maine. Oh. <laughs> Next time Fox is on here, we'll have to make him. Yeah, be like, dude, you didn't do your homework. Homework, yeah. Got, got homework on, on driving mileage. He's, yeah, he's I've been trying to look if we get right anything back. He's got that giant phone, and the giant phone is covering his features. He's like trying not to laugh. I can tell that, too. Hi, Fox. The gang says hi, Fox. Fox. They say hi. Hi. Okay. Hi. Oh, and I haven't actually done this part yet. Happy hunting. Yay! Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Idgitcast from QuadrupleZ.com. Join the discussion at Facebook.com slash We would love to hear from you. You can email us or send in an MP3 voice message. Please use the episode title as your subject line to help protect our newbies from spoilers. Our email address is IdgitCastPodcast at gmail.com. The opening theme for Idgitcast is by Borrowed Trouble. You can find the band at BorrowedTrouble.com. The lyrics and vocals are by Idgitcast founder Allie Jones, who you can learn all about by visiting imthewonderband.com. The closing music you are listening to even as I speak is Too Good, written and performed by Jack Mangan, and is used by his generous permission. You can find other music, writings, and discussions by Jack, as well as archives of his own deadpan podcast at jackmangan.com. You may wish to know more about the hosts of this show. Yvette can be heard as one of the hosts of Investigating Mars, a completed introcast about the TV series Veronica Mars, also available from QuadrupleZ.com. And now, Yvette will tell you all about select movies from the Lifetime Network. 
Find out before you watch what movies have all the best people, who are the worst, who is killing who, and most of all, what, if anything, makes sense. Yvette presents this trove of information at moviesofalifetime.com. Annie works as global coordinator for Can't Stop the Serenity, a worldwide series of screenings of Joss Whedon's Serenity benefiting Equality Now. For more information on Can't Stop the Serenity, including event listings and how to host your own event, visit can'tstoptheserenity.com. Bianca doesn't currently have projects available for you to find online, but all of us at Idgicast encourage you to have a visit to your local public library. Darcy and I can also be heard on the Ghostlight Podcast, a completed intro cast for the television series Slings and Arrows. Slings and Arrows is on the Encore Plus YouTube channel, and you can hear our thoughts on the series on the Ghostlight Podcast at quadruplez.com. Oh, 